Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Precision Rifle Channel podcast. I am here with my friend Chris Way. Chris, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. So Chris is new to the Precision Rifle competition world. He shot his first national level match this year um, in Colorado. Uh, NRL match, and he had previously shot in some competition dynamics events and has fallen in love with the sport. And so I wanted to bring Chris onto the show today to kind of get some perspective from a newer shooter and uh, just kind of, you know, see what see what happens, see what flows. So with that being said, Chris, can you give us a little bit of uh, history or background on you? Sure. I, uh, I'm a I'm a multi-sport adventure athlete, so I, I do a lot of things in the outdoors and have for for, for lots of decades, and uh, really like competing and uh, and pushing myself. How'd you get involved in uh, precision rifle shooting? Or actually, you, you first started in competition dynamics. So how did that start? So I, I'm pretty good at making short stories long, especially on the phone or, or when we're talking about stuff. But but my journey to competitive shooting, uh, started out of my last job. I, I spent the last five years or so, uh, working at a company called Goruck as a cadre running events and was really fortunate to work with some, some cool guys. And a lot of those guys, uh, like to shoot. One of the guys I worked with a lot wanted a partner for a team event. And it turned out that was the sniper adventure challenge. I'd never heard of it. I'd never shot in a competitive uh, shooting competition, although you know we've, we've all shot guns and, and have fun doing it. it. It's always a different story when you make something into a competition. And right. uh, looked into it. It was similar in style to some adventure races that I had done in the past, and which was one of the reasons he wanted me to be his partner. Um, you know, I specialize in, in, in instruct uh, land navigation, survival. I like to do multi-day endurance uh, adventure challenges and so on. So, you know, I've got a pretty long resume of, of doing stuff like that. But this one, you throw guns in the mix, and it's pretty easy to get excited about. So he was he was excited, and um, we signed up. Uh, he still works for the government, and unfortunately, was was uh, called away about a month prior to the Sniper Adventure Challenge in 2017. So I scrambled to find a new partner and was introduced to the guy I went with actually on the drive up. So uh, he drove up from, from Colorado Springs. He was a friend of a good friend. And it uh, seems like you're always one person removed from somebody totally awesome. And, right. and this was, this was that, that case. So uh, since then, we've become you know, good close friends. We spend a lot of time together, but I didn't know this guy. But anyway, you know, if, if a friend of mine vouches for somebody, then they're good to go. We drove up and uh, did the sniper adventure challenge uh, and got to know each other during that event. And during the event, I was really impressed with competition dynamics, the company and the guys that, that work for competition dynamics in terms of their professionalism, in terms of some of the design of stages and really wanted to get to know those guys, uh, as well as, you know, figure out how to do, figure out how to do it better. 
and, and, and clearly there's a lot to competitive shooting that you kind of just have to do. You can't, there's, there's no way around that, you know, not nowadays with, with the internet and, um, other things, you know, it seems like you could get online and try to figure out how to be an expert. But, but in reality, the shooting sports, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, you know, tens of thousands of people that, that claim to be great at shooting online. But, but, but in reality, what, what I think is that there's really no alternative. You have to go to these events, you have to participate in the events and you have to learn from your experience, uh, firsthand. And because of that, you know, I signed up for more, I signed up for the NRL and, and that's where we met. And, and that was reinforced and amplified. I was really impressed with the NRL and, and the people once again, in, in, in a kind of, in a related community, I, th- I think the competition dynamics crowd is a little different than the NRL crowd, but, but nonetheless, there are some similarities that really attracted me to it. And because of that, I've, I've decided to dedicate a whole year to, uh, competition shooting, you know, precision rifle shooting. That, that's phenomenal. So you jumped in to what is arguably one of the most difficult matches of, of the year with the sniper adventure challenge with a guy that you barely do. You were talked into this by another gentleman that couldn't make it. And you went out there and you had a ton of fun. Oh man, it, it was so fun. I mean, you gotta have the right personality to think something like that's fun. But the cool thing is that you, know, you show up with a hundred, hundred folks. Um, you know, I, I apologize in advance if, if I get excited, I call everybody dude. So, so they, it's they were, all good. And, uh, but, um, you know, you're surrounded by people that are like you and having fun and, and doing it for whatever the reason is that they enjoy that aspect of life. And, and I think that that's a rare quality, um, that I wish was around more, but, but, you know, like, you know, with kids, I think a lot about you know, how are you going to raise kids to, and, and, and people say like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be the be the change, right? Uh, for lack right. of a better way to say it. So, so it's like, man, you know, this is what I like about life. I got to keep doing it and I got to model this for my kids, but also just for my soul in general, I got to do stuff like that. So, I mean, you don't want to do that every day, but, but you know, once a year you got to pay the man a little bit and, um, remind you of about a lot of things that make life great. And, um, man, it was fantastic. <laughs> You're one of the very few people that I've ever met that competed in the Sniper Adventure Challenge that said it was fantastic. I mean, I've had the opportunity to work with Competition Dynamics. Uh, Zach and Jimmy and all those guys are phenomenal. And everybody walks away, you know, feeling that they had a, a, a great experience at the Sniper Adventure Challenge. But, man, watching some of you guys out there, I mean, I've seen some you know, blisters and falling off, you know, skin falling off your feet and, you know, just weather torn hands in your face and your body. I mean, we're talking the sniper adventure challenge. Last time I was involved with it on the filming side, you know, it was two days of nonstop go. And it was something like 50 some odd miles that they hiked or competed in, in a, in a 48 hour time period or less, or I can't remember exactly but that's that's some hardcore stuff. Well, in my opinion, yeah. All I can say is that that 
you know, I, I, I didn't really know what I was walking into. There's not a lot of information online. And that, that's something that actually appeals to me is, is the new can't find much about it. So you kind of walk into it a little bit cold, like, all right, you know, th- throw shit at me and see if I could deal with it. I, I really like risk it. factor. Yeah, man. You know, like, um, there's a, there's a, well, it's not on anymore, but there's a show. I don't want to get too rabbit hole here, but, but there's a show dude, you're screwed where a bunch of friends like drop each other off in parts of the world. And they say, you got a hundred dollars to like get saved. I remember that, that show. Stuff, like, man, that's like, I can't believe it's not on because it seems like the coolest thing ever. So going to the sniper adventure challenge, you know, all I knew is, you know, we got a couple days to figure shit out and do whatever they tell us to do. And it could be anything. So let's go and have fun. And so I met AJ, we, we drove up, you know, we got to know each other over a couple days walking around Wyoming and, and, and had a great time. And it was, it was remarkable. You know, it, we, you don't shoot very much, but, right. but right. that's, that's not the idea. And, and what's, what I feel fortunate about is that, you know, I jumped into this world at an event that I already had a strength at. So it played to my advantage, um, on a competitive side. And because of that, I was able to meet a lot of good shooters and, um, you know, that was a really good door opening moment. If, if you can call it that to get into competitive shooting. Cause I, I think if it, if it was the other way around and I just went and just was completely, you know, the floor was wiped with me and, and, um, I wasn't able to talk and have conversations like I did. It may have been different, but you know, the way it worked out, worked out really well. And, um, so I did it in 2017 and we did it this year. So it's actually, you know, I've, I've done it twice now. And, um, you know, if I'm able, I can't see not ever doing it cause it's, it's freaking awesome. You know, it's a really good time, you know, walking around the woods with a buddy and, uh, and it's pretty cool. You know, it's Absolutely, not sir. for people that have heard about it and, and are worried about the shooting aspect of it. I would say that, you know, you can come there and be a beginner shooter and do pretty well if you're fit. But more importantly, it's just about having fun with a friend and testing your skill sets and field craft and, and uh, what, whatever it is that, that they might throw at you. And you never know what, what's going to happen. And, and, you know, nowadays with websites and um basically like cookie cutter recipes on how to do particular events. It takes some of the adventure out of it. And, and one thing that I respect a lot about Zach and Jimmy and Casey is that they've made sure that that aspect of that event stays that way. You won't know what you're going to get into until you're in it. So I like that. Very true. Very true. So fast forward from competition dynamics you go and you get signed up for our high country precision match in Colorado. And, and from what I remember the story was, is you signed up and for whatever reason, um, your equipment went down and you were about to pull out of the match. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So at the competition dynamics match, I met a guy um, that runs three Oh three arms named Andy Reinhardt and awesome I, I talked to him. Yeah. Super amazing guy. And, um, and I was asking him about field matches cause you know, I, I, I don't mind jumping into things blind. I don't mind doing stuff, but I also, you know, I know what I like and I know what I don't like and I'm not going to 
you know, you're not going to like everything. So I was trying to pick, pick his brain for field matches because I wanted more experience doing the field shooting range and gauge, so on and so forth. And he said, well, you know, it's kind of the end of the year, but there's this one in, in Craig that happens that I really like. And, and I recommend you do this. I thought, awesome. And then I, I had an issue with a rifle I thought, well, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do this. And, and I messaged you, um, Oh, no, no, I messaged the match, match director. I, I messaged somebody that was uh, uh, affiliated with it. And uh, they said, oh, don't worry about it. We got a rifle for you. And, and I thought, oh, really? And yeah, I mean, there was no way to, to, to not go up. And, and it was a great brand new rifle and shot well and, and uh, federal donated ammunition. So it was, it was kind of, <laughs> it was one of those like, you can't not do it moments. And, and of course I wanted to. It's just that you know, equipment's equipment. So if you, if you don't have it, um, you don't have it. So right. I, I was fortunate enough that you had set up a loaner rifle program and it, and it worked in my favor. And, um, gosh, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that because the experience led me to develop this plan that, that has, you know, kind of taken shape the last few months. And, um, you know, change the course of at least the next year of my life uh, to, to shoot a lot. So tell us all what this plan is. Well, I, I was thinking, um, wait a minute, let me back up there a little bit. So the, <laughs> I, you know, I, I do things um, and, and, and I, and I kind of pride myself in picking adventure activities or skill sets and, and doing them like crazy. And, and, and the goal is that to, to have fun, but, but I also enjoy raising my ability level to what I consider, you know, competent or an expert and you can't be an expert or competent in everything. But in my life, I've been very fortunate to work and to play and to have the experiences that I've had such that I've become very good at, at a lot of things. And, and shooting's not one of them. Uh, but because of my experience at Competition Dynamics and the Craig match here in Colorado, uh, it, it, it turned on a light bulb that made me want to get good at it. And, and what that means for me is that I'm, I'm gonna do it like crazy until I'm good at it or until what I think is good. So. Uh, to make a short story long, uh, I've, I made some phone calls, asked around a little bit, you know, poked around some friends and so on and so forth. And I'm dedicating a year to full-time competition shooting. Um, made a little Instagram handle called Gun Around the Sun, and uh, that's separate from my my personal Instagram, which is just Chris Way. And and it's going to document uh, one year, you know, just more or less like your your average Joe who doesn't compete at this stuff and see what I can accomplish in a year, uh, shooting full time. And, and right now I'm looking at doing about 18 national competitions. That, I'd that's like incredible. To, yeah. Oh, matches. The idea was that I wanted to, uh, to do every single NRL, but, but that once the calendar was released, there were some conflicts and, and, um, those conflicts, really aren't negotiable, at least at this stage in, in my shooting career. Um, one, you know, one of them, my brother's getting married and, 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 you know, I value family and that kind of stuff. And another, or a couple, couple work conflicts that, 
and I'm not I'm not earning a lot, so I have no choice but to earn some while I do this. And uh, you know, it'd be great if if I could pick up support, but you know, I know how that stuff works, and and um, you know, the more support the better. But but I will miss a, a few NRL. I'm gonna supplement those with competition dynamics and maybe something uh, here or there. But but at least 18 national competitions in the 2019 season. And personally, you know, I, I don't want to come across as cocky because I feel like, you know, people, the, the results speak for themselves, right? And, and you right. do what you do, but, you know, everybody can, can say a lot. But, but at this point, before it's even started, I would like to think that I could get to the top 20. And, th- and that, you know, that might be offensive or maybe not, maybe make people laugh. And, and if I don't make it, then I don't, but I'm going to try my best to, to go from, you know, whatever, a hundredth to the top 20. You know, I don't, I don't think anything above that, um, is realistic, but, but I do think the top 20 is probably realistic if I shoot full time, but, but, the, but it, more than anything, it'll be a fun adventure and, and we'll see what happens. Meet a lot of people. I also think when you compete, the more people you compete against and learn from, the better. Um, and, and in doing this, I've done a lot of research. I've, I listen to basically every podcast on shooting available. You know, I've read a bunch of books and, and, you know, there's all this debate of, you know, well, you know, if you do this match with this many points and that match with that many points, you know, what's fair and got me. So I thought, well, fuck it. Like I'll just do them all. And then fairness isn't an issue, <laughs> you know, right. but, you know, if, if you beat me, then great. You know, that's awesome. And, and I'll learn something from you and, and hopefully I'll get squad up with some good shooters. Um, you know, I think that the, the story up to this point is pretty fortunate because um, not knowing it, I've, I've met and been able to shot, shoot and learn from a lot of really good shooters. And um, you know, I think that's invaluable. But that, that also says something about the shooting world in general and that it's small there are a lot of good shooters and and everyone is willing to help you out which which is uh what makes the community and being a member in it so attractive you know it's a really positive community no that's phenomenal i mean your your goal of going from you know for lack of a better term an amateur to being a top 20 shooter in a year is a very hefty goal but i think it's achievable i mean if you're really dedicating yourself to the sport for an entire year and you're going to shoot 18 matches which is phenomenal i think that you know with the proper discipline and training and experience that you're going to get i mean i i definitely rooting for you i'm definitely rooting for you i would love to see you in the top 20 at uh the 2019 championship well, I mean, I appreciate it. And if I don't make it, you know, then, then I don't make it. I mean, it, and, and it's also a call out to everybody that's going to compete. You know, if they train more than me and outshoot me, then I could be, I could be the hundredth because I've motivated 99 people to shoot. This is very true. I'm very, very competitive. But on the other hand, like I'm more than happy to, to concede to somebody who kicked my ass. Like it, it's, it's about trying to make all of us better and, 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 and that's the only way to do it, right? You make Absolutely. the community better by by trying to inspire people to to make things better. And and actually, last year, because you know, I, I have now done some shooting competitions. I see how much everybody that does these competitions really truly cares about 
the integrity of each competition and the community as a whole and how they've dealt with that has really impressed me. Um, you know, I'm not a big drama person, so, you know, I love, I love laughing and I'll make fun of myself and, 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 but I get it, you know, there's, there's issues that, that need to be debated and worked out. And I see that in the shooting world, I'm being new. I'm not gonna, I mean, I have no problem telling people what I think. Um, but, but I'm new, so I'm trying to hold back a lot of my personal opinions about stuff because I don't know enough. Um, you know, I can shoot a gun and I've, I've seen issues, you know, like last year there was some cheating and last year there was some debate on prizes and who's going to do what money. And really like, I, I don't care. That kind of stuff works itself out, you know? Um, but yeah, with shooting, we'll, we'll see how it goes and I'm hopeful that it'll be good. But, but if it's not, then I'll have fun and I'll meet a lot of people. It'll be, it'll be cool. Yes, sir. So with that being said, you're also a family man. So you married in, you have a couple of uh, children. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I'm married. I have four kids. That's great. And what did your wife say when you said, honey, I'm going to go to 18 matches next year. You know, I hope you support me or what? I mean, how did you, how did you get the permission, so to speak from the, the boss? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. I've got to put this on public record. Um, <laughs> or you could decline the answer. <laughs> no, man, I, I'm, I'm more than happy to talk. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really lucky. She's, she's amazing. Like I definitely don't deserve her. And somehow I lucked out and, uh, married a smart and flexible woman. Um, man, I, you know, I'm a middle-aged guy. I'm in my forties. I've done a lot of stuff and, and, and most of my life is involved kind of non actually nothing about my life's traditional. And so she knows kind of how my life rolls and, and not that I've done this before, but everything else that I've done leading up to this involves big time commitments, big training commitments, gear, lifestyle changes, so on and so forth. So in that regard, it's, it's another th thing that she understands that when I'm dedicated and I put myself to do something, I'm going to accomplish it. And, um, usually she only expects that I honor that commitment to its fullest. And so if I was doing it and I decided like, you know, let's say I go to the first couple matches and I come in last place and I think, you know, have a pity party and say, poor me, I'm not going to get top 20. If I want to quit, she'll tell me that I'm, I better suck this up. I, focused and so on and so forth. Not that that's going to happen, but, but I, I can kind of envision that. Um, maybe that didn't sound bad. Maybe we need to edit that part, but, but I think what she expects that, that I model and follow through on my commitments and, and that models it for the children that models it for her. And it's the kind of guy that I am and have been, that's the guy that she knows. So it, it, it does take a lot. That, that's her. awesome that she's so supportive in that nature, though. Yeah, she is. And, and of course, you know, it's not that I'm going to do it and then throw it all away. I just said, you know, I'm going to compete a lot this year. And that doesn't say anything about 2020. Um, right. Obviously, for me to do 18 competitions in 2020, there would have to be a lot of unknowns answered. And and I'm not even going to speculate because that's not, that's not here yet. But right. – this this next year, it's a hefty goal. It'll be a fun story. 
I'm hoping to get a little bit of support. I might make some shirts or something like that if people want to buy those. Or, and but otherwise, it'll it'll be a um, an adventure. You know, I'll get to test out gear. I'll get to, you know, put my money where my mouth is. Meet a lot of people. Do some shooting, and uh, you know, join a community of people that I really look up to. And and um, yeah, see what happens. Well, that, that's all we could do is try, right? And you know the it, the firearms industry is, is strange, and being being kind of an outsider looking in, you get a lot of you know I don't know how much of it's just on Facebook or or you know the certain certain media channels, but it seems like it's a pretty small community that gets a lot of shit for largely the media's unfamiliarity with firearms in general and and i might be totally wrong in speaking you know out of hand here but 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 largely the arguments seem to stem from people that are arguing very aggressively and emotionally about something that they don't understand and 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 i i just can't live my life that way and so when when i made the decision to spend more time competing in the firearms world you know i really want to make sure that i understood you know what the issues were and all I can say is that everything that I've seen, learned, and and have developed says the complete opposite. Everybody's respectful. Everybody that I've met is responsible and cares more about safety than anything. And you know, professional shooters or, or top tier shooters having a safety violation and calling themselves out, and and you see that and hear about that time and time again. I think it's a really unfortunate time and hopefully in the future you know the the general population will take a class or 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 get the opportunity to learn firearm safety learn what what firearms can and can't do and 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 uh dispel some of the the issues that you see all over social media i I think that you know i'm hopeful that that'll happen but i think it'll take everybody being involved and being an active participant to show people that aren't shooters, maybe not turn them into them, but at least show them that, that, that a lot of, a lot of what's tossed around right now on social media is just not, not true. And it, and it comes from, from ignorance. And you see that in, in, in every discipline, you know, people want to read a website or they read a chat page or a group and they decide that they're an expert. And, um, man, if I could, you know, tell anybody interested in anything, it's to go get their own experience and get the hell off the internet. You know, you know, and that's a great advice because, unfortunately, uh, you know, a lot of people nowadays only focus on the negative of what's happening in the world. They don't look at the positive of what's happening in the world as much, and everything that we see relating to firearms nowadays in the news is something that's negative it's you know i can't remember ever seeing anything positive on the news about firearms ownership in the past couple of years and that's why it's so important for you know organizations like the nrl and connex media and 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 these other companies that are going out and filming these events and these matches to try to show people that hey this is a sport that is projected in a positive light just like any other sport, but is actually a lot safer 
than what you probably perceive it to be, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. The firearms community, you know, when, you know, precision rifle or, or, or pistol, shotgun, tactical, any of those types of formats, three gun, you know, these are all professional athletes that have studied their discipline to become the best athlete that they can, which is the same footprint as any other sport. You start off because you're a fan and you find it to be a great hobby and you take it more seriously and you, you strive for a certain goal or achievement that you may have personally or professionally. And that's just like any other athlete playing any other sport. Ours just happens to be, you know, precision rifle. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't speak for those other shooting disciplines, but, but I think you're right. And it, and it happens in climbing and surfing and mountaineering and everything else. But <clears throat> what I, what I see, or at least my, my biased opinion is that, you know, people watch movies, they get on chat pages, they do a lot of stuff that's not direct experience and listen to the wrong people. And, and then make a decision or, or say something that sways people the wrong direction. That, that um, Yeah, man, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but, but my whole life is, is direct experience, and so I'm jumping into this as a means to uh, walk the walk and, and uh, see what comes out of that. You know, it's funny, though, because, because I, I'm, I'm – I'm on the, I'm on social media a lot, posting pictures um, of various things, and uh, you know I do have a lot of questions. I am a, a beginner, so to speak, in the competitive rifle world. I've shot a lot, but not not at these competitions. And because I don't I don't like getting on chat pages and groups because you don't know those people. You don't know what they're trying to say. And of course, I've looked at it because you. You know, there's there's no way around that, right? You look at different websites and read the threads on whatever it is. For me, a lot of it has been load development, learning how to to load. But but I'll just you know kind of deviate from that and I'll message somebody. So yeah, I've messaged a lot of good shooters. If I ask somebody a question on social media, it's only because I think that they're an expert. Right. So if I asked you a question, it's because I think you're an expert and some people appreciate that and some people don't, largely because, you know, I don't know them. So I've messaged Jake Bibbert and Regina and John Pinch and, you know, a lot of those, Scott Satterley and, and those guys, because I'm like, fuck, man, I don't, I don't want to get on Sniper's Hide and read through 50,000 posts not knowing who those people are. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't care that there's this long debate because they might all be window lickers, you know, and, and – uh, <laughs> Just ask, act this, ask the source on where to start. Then I'll go out and do my own shit. And um, you know, that, that, I think that's pretty funny that that you know you get on and then you you see so much kind of conflicting information where where it's 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 like there's so much information that that it leaves you unable to make a decision, right? Versus just find somebody that's an expert, have them tell you where to start. You know, that's that's a, a great attitude to have, in my opinion, 
in everything in life. You know, when I opened up my first business, you know, I asked other friends of mine that were business owners for advice. I didn't just go out and read all these different books because I didn't know who they were or what their experiences were. Um, it's the same thing in, in Precision Rifle, like you said. You know, you can listen to everybody that thinks they're an expert or you can go to the best people in the sport like you've mentioned you know scott and jake and john regina these are all top tier athletes in our sport which i know are more than happy to share information with um and that's honestly you know they're proven that they're the best so getting the information from them is to, to me is gold you know whenever i'm shooting a match i've had an opportunity to shoot a couple matches with scott this year and Scott tells me, hey, try this, try this, and, and do that, and I do it. And it's like an epiphany happened. I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know. And two seconds of listening to you, and now all of a sudden I'm looking at these stages completely different. So learning from the best is, in my opinion, absolutely the, the smartest way to go about it. And I think now in the shooting world, you know, again, you know, I'm new, but – I'm pretty good at picking something and then, you know, I got a good shit filter so I can figure out, you know, in just about any discipline, what's the best way to get the information that you need to go then apply it. And I think in the shooting world, it's, it's definitely not the internet. Um, it's, uh, like YouTube and, and podcasts cause podcasts, you know, they're going to pick people that are reputable. Well, or for the most part, you know, not me, but, but the other, the, your more popular streamed podcast, people are going to have, they're going to want to listen to who, you know, the folks that you're interviewing or you get on and you just watch videos of competitions. And that, that's cool about Connex media. So you can say, Oh man, you know, I heard about this competition. You watch some of the stages and go, all right, cool. Now I know what to, now, now I can, instead of spending, you know, 30 hours a week, um, posting on a chat page, I could spend that 30 hours a week at the range and, uh, and, tr and try to get some of that, uh, you know, trigger time experience. So, you know, if I, if people that are listening, if I've asked you questions and, and, and you didn't understand why I was asking you instead of going to look on the internet, it's cause I thought you were an expert. And, um, now I take that to the range, uh, and, Man, I, I'm super fortunate that right behind my house is a private range, and um, they just let me in, and there was a long wait list, and so now I can practice every day. It's only two hundred. Awesome. I can I can shoot every day. So, yeah, I mean I'm I bit off a lot for 2019, but I'm gonna treat it like a full time job and and shoot you know five days a week and really work on what needs to be worked on. So it's not a laughing stock. So with this huge commitment for 2019, have you approached companies for sponsorship support? Or are you currently sponsored or are you doing everything, you know, self-funded just out of curiosity? Well, I'm, I'm going to do it no matter what. Um, last year, I did have some good placements at, at some competitions. You know, we, we got second place at the Sniper Adventure Challenge, got third place at the Sniper Adventure Challenge. Uh, Competition Dynamics runs a field match called the uh, Steel Safari. And, Great match. 
um, they have an individual and a team, and uh, we got second place at the team safari. So, you know, I can I can shoot all right. Um, I'm a better carbine and pistol shooter because you know, I've worked with guys that spend a lot more time shooting carbine and pistol. So, um, you know, I, I've, I've performed well enough that I've got the, some attention with, and, and have talked to companies, but currently, um, you know, the, all, all I've done is ask right. <laughs> or, or, or talk to people, uh, that work at companies that have said that they would try to help this year out. And, and you know, I don't want to take away from the community of people who've been doing this for 10 years and, and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to feel like a, like some kind of unicorn coming in and saying, I'm special, you know, give me free shit. Um, but, you know, it didn't hurt to ask. And, and I do have a record um, outside of shooting that came into shooting. And now that this, this last year, I do have some good placements at matches that, that at least uh, line up with, with my current skill sets. But my bolt gun skill sets need some practice. But I've dedicated you know, 30, 40 hours a week to shooting bolt guns. Um, yeah, I'm going to be good. And, um, but the, you know, the thing is, I don't know a lot of companies and I'm pretty loyal. I, I mean, whether or not I get sponsored by XLR, I'm going to shoot their chassis cause I think they're the best that I've ever shot. And I've shot a lot of chassis in the last year trying to figure out how to put together a gun. So I could say that, you know, for, you know, I mean, they, they didn't give me anything. And, and if they don't, I could care less. I, there is no chassis that I've shot personally that feels as comfortable as, as one of those. So, um, and then uh, I've shot a lot of prime ammo and I think that stuff shoots really good. Uh, and it's cheap and it, and it, and it shoots super well. And, um, but Hornady shoots pretty good too. So, um, I'm not going to shop around and say, you know, anybody that sponsors, you know, it's not like that with climbing. It's not like that with surfing. It's not like that with, with anything else. You use what you use and, um, that shouldn't dictate it. A lot of podcasts, you know, that, um, I've noticed in shooting, this might kind of seem like a weird sidetrack, but I do. There are a lot of disclaimers. Like I've I've listened to eighty five forty one tactical, right? You know, I think like you know, just to get the long and short on some information. He's really good at being concise, clear. He's got a lot of knowledge. He's got a lot of background in shooting. He understands issues that are important and aren't. And you know, he'll say like, oh, I paid for this gun, or they sent me this gun to review, or and and people like to make that clear that clarification. And that's cool, but but I don't think it should matter. I mean. You should just shoot what's good. Uh, that's what I think. I mean, you know, what's best for you. Yeah, you know, whether or not you're sponsored by them shouldn't matter. You know, you should, you know, I'm not going to jump ship and you know shoot some other kind of chassis because they offered them to me for free. Like, you know, I'm going to shoot what works because I'm going to try to win. I don't yeah. want to be like, oh yeah, I could have won this competition, but I have this rifle that doesn't make any sense to me. Man, I don't know if that's gonna that's gonna sound pretty bad on the podcast. Just <laughs> it's not it's not a direct answer. Let's see. No, but it's a truth. Come up with a way to. I can come up with a better way to make that like short and sweet. But at the moment, I'm not. On the other hand, you know, the, 
there may be opportunities for support, but I'm very particular about who I would be supported by only because I have to believe in the product, not the other way around. So, you know, the only chassis company would be XLR and, you know, so, and I'm, and, and, and then, uh, so I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how that works. I can tell you right now that no matter what, I'm going to shoot Armageddon gears bags because they're awesome. And I met Tom and Dave at the Sniper Adventure Challenge, and they're the coolest they're guys. At the well, you know they're they're up there. They're they're amazing guys. And 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 Tom, if I could make a commercial or anything and have him in it, like he's hilarious, <laughs> nice and funny. But his bags are awesome. And you know, if I had to pay for a hundred of them, I'd pay for a hundred of them. It doesn't matter. There's the only bags. You know, and. Um, and uh, what else am I going to shoot? Yeah, what is your build for next year? I mean, I got I, actually now I have a few rifles, and um. So what? Let's start off. What, what caliber are you going to shoot? <laughs> That's a good question. Right now, I'm I'm playing with a six XC, and okay. up until this point, I've shot a three hundred eight and a six five Creedmoor. I can shoot a 308 pretty well, but it's not competitive. As everyone knows, that the 6.5 is the new 308 uh, in terms of wind and ballistics. The 6.5 is awesome, right? It's got half the wind, half the drop, half the whatever. Yeah, I mean, right, I'm speaking in general. Right. Um, it's way better. What 6.5 doesn't do is allow you to maintain a good sight picture after the shot's been fired so you can spot your impacts all the time. Right. I, I mean, I'm sure there's some Internet ninjas that can do it all, but I struggle spawning impacts with my 6.5 Creedmoor um, sometimes. Right. Because right. of that, I'm going to compete with a 6mm. The 6mm, I can spot impacts. I can do that. And in terms of the ballistics, you know, when I look at it, to me, I basically see the same thing, right? It shoots like a 6.5 Creedmoor, but you can spot your impacts, which is really important in the competition shooting game, which is unlike a lot of other stuff where you take one shot and, you know, that's it. When you're competing, you have to be able to see where your impact hits on the steel or where you've missed it, left or right, up or down. And if you lose that fraction of a second, where's your next shot going to be? And when you look at the good shooters – they can all make those adjustments, right? I mean, a good shooter, and, and also, even if you do hit, you may have hit the edge of the plate. And for your next shot, if you don't make that wind adjustment, you're going to miss. And you wouldn't know that if you didn't see it hit the, the plate. And so, as a new shooter in the competition world, understanding that really drove me to pick the six millimeter as a competitive tool and that's what everybody else is doing and, and, and they are, you know of course all your listeners already know this but it took me a little bit of time to figure that out because when i looked at ballistic calculators i thought six five you know if i'm shooting at thousand yards elevation's pretty close and the wind is pretty close what the hell's the difference and the difference which makes a big difference is being able to see your impacts because 
right now that's the name of the game from what I can tell. It's definitely a key component to being ultra competitive is you have to know where, you know, where your last impact was and be able to make adjustments on the fly because that is absolutely going to help you, you know, either make points or lose points. So, right. And some of these shooters are dropping very few shots. Um, and, you know, I, I shoot a lot of 5.56, five, and, and I can always spot my impacts with my 5.56, five, which is why, you know, the Team Safari worked really well. I was the carbine shooter. I could spot all my impacts. I was getting a lot of first-round impacts. I could I could walk it out, doing so on and so forth. But get on a bolt gun, can't spot your – well, at that one, you only get one shot. But nonetheless, you can also – as you're as you're walking out 600 800 900 yards if you if you haven't processed that wind data from your previous hits you know there's a good chance you're going to miss and and uh, the shooters that go out there like i mean I, I feel really fortunate my my shooting partner Colin he shoots for XLR um you know he's a remarkable shooter a nice guy and um you know, he, he did a good job and then being surrounded by these other good shooters that I have nothing but like admiration for, um, you know, it, it's un- unbelievable, but, but being able to go out there and, and, um, you know, the cool thing about the steel safari is that shooters are over each other and, um, that makes it flow really quickly, but it's also remarkable because then you can really watch different good shooters and, and, for better or for worse, I've had the opportunity to be an RO for, for Mike Dowd, who's freaking awesome. Great shooter. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, 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 Brian Whalen and, and his partner, Aaron, and, and then, you know, get out there and meet, you know, the, like, to me, which seemed like s- shooting superheroes like Tate Streeter and Cody Bradshaw and Dorgan Trostel and, and, um, Sky, the guy that makes the bipods, and yep. you, you're kind of surrounded by these dudes that are awesome, and 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 uh, seeing what they're doing, and taking notes, and and uh, if people that have seen me out know that I'm always videoing everything because I always AAR everything I do, I video everything, I watch it over and over and over again, and make notes, and um, you know being able to watch people like that. So the first NRL of the year, I signed up, and I'm on a squad with Jake Bibbert. Damn well, I'm gonna video every second, you know, his shooting, and so I'm gonna take notes and try to, you know, basically, you know, be Jake. And uh, that would be had to learn from. Yeah, and and uh, you know, and and just surround yourself with people that are good, and and, and try to do what they do, and and then, uh, but but most of all, do it right. So take take what you learn and go to the range and put in the reps, because if you got to do ten thousand reps. You got to do ten thousand reps, and 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 you also want to do them right, right? Because if you do ten thousand of the wrong thing, then you ain't gonna be good at be being bad. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the truth? So, Chris, it's honestly it's been a true pleasure. I was very lucky, in my opinion, to have met you last uh, earlier this year in Colorado. I'm very excited to watch you shoot in 2019. Um, I'll be seeing a lot of you, it sounds like, which is always a pleasure. Um, But as for this show, we're at our time limit, so we're going to have to cut this one short. But I will be seeing you um, 
not too not too long from now. So I look forward to it, and I wish you the best of luck in 2019. And we'll have to do another podcast here in a couple of months uh, once the season gets started and kind of do a follow-up on you, follow along your, your story. Heck yeah. I mean, you know, it'll, it'll be a fun adventure no matter what. Whether it's a fun story for other people, you know, probably doesn't matter as much. It's just fun for us. But, you know, it'll be up there on, on Gun Around the Sun on Instagram. And, and uh, God, between now and February, I'll probably shoot out a barrel just training. And, uh, you know, I'll at least be able to talk about that. Um, and um, see you in Arizona. Yes, sir. I can't wait. Sweet. Right. Well, thank you guys you... for listening. Until the next show, stay safe, be safe, you know, safety first, all that fun stuff. But keep going to the range. Get your friends out there. Get involved. The 2019 season for the NRL is currently open. First match is sold out. Uh, Texas, uh, Nebraska are the next upcoming matches that are still open. So go check it out. And we really appreciate your time uh, listening on the Precision Rifle channel. Be safe, keep shooting, and we'll see you guys at the range. Take care.